This is Rebecca Fillmore, and I just want to thank you so much for tuning in and welcome you to Her Inspired Mind Podcast. Every week, I'm going to be helping you strengthen your mind, be inspired, encouraged, and empowered. And be sure to hit that subscribe button so that you don't miss out on any of my future episodes. And if you aren't yet, make sure that you're following me on Instagram at Inspire Her Mindset for daily inspiration. First of all, I want to thank you for tuning in to the first episode of Her Inspired Mind podcast. The reason I created this podcast was because most of my life, I battled with depression, anxiety, and low self-esteem. I know firsthand what it feels like to feel alone and misunderstood. And I want other women to know that they aren't alone and what they're going through is temporary and that there is hope for a better future for them. That the same way that other women with similar stories as them have been able to overcome and thrive in their lives, that they can do this too. And my hope is to not only inspire, but empower the women that are listening to this podcast with the tools that will transform their lives for the better and them discover their purpose in life. I believe that in order for you to transform your life, you must first transform your mind. Your mind is a central system of your life. And if you can strengthen your mind, you can then learn how to control your thoughts and emotions. And in doing so, you will become an unstoppable force. You can then walk in purpose and create the life that you have always dreamed of. So as you tune into this podcast week after week, prepare yourself to see life in a way that you've never seen it before. Prepare yourself to dream big and live your life with excitement and purpose. I can't wait to walk along with you in this journey to becoming the best and strongest version of yourself. Now let's begin this journey hand in hand. To begin, I just want to share some of my story. Um, I don't want to share the whole thing in the first episode because if not, we'd be here for days. But just to give you a little bit of background, as I first mentioned, most of my life I suffered from depression, anxiety, and low self-esteem. I would say that the when I first started suffering from depression was when I was about 12 years old. I remember just feeling sad and I I couldn't understand why I felt so sad and down. I mean, my parents loved me. They gave me everything that I needed. But yet I just felt really sad and down. And there were even times in the middle of the night where I would wake up and I would literally look in the mirror and I would feel like I was going to die. Like I would look at myself in the mirror and I would feel like I was choking, like I was dying. And I was afraid to even tell my mom or anyone the way that I felt. And fast forward to a few years, um, I remember also just feeling like I was always out of place, like I didn't belong, like people were always looking at me weird, like I was just different. And I felt like I couldn't really talk to anybody. Even friendships at a very young age were not very consistent for me. And, you know, this just caused a lot of chaos and confusion in myself. Growing up, I was also the youngest of four siblings. I have an older sister, brother, and another sister. And when I was born, they were older. So my oldest sister was 18. 
my brother was 15 and my other sister was 12. My brother, he had alcohol problems and there were times where he would get so drunk and he would just act really crazy. At times he would take a knife and put it to my neck and tell me he was going to kill me. And he thought that was fun and games, but imagine as a little girl, your brother putting a knife to your neck and telling you that he's going to kill you. You're going to believe that. Imagine the trauma behind that. Um, and my other sister, she threw me down the stairs several times and um, sometimes would call me names. And, you know, I witnessed also my other sister having to pick her up from after getting beat by her husband. So even though my parents were pretty stable, I saw a lot growing up within my siblings. And because of that, I feel like I grew up and I matured in a very quick way, which then takes me to fast forward to my journey of getting married at 16. Um, not so much by choice, but we grew up in a very religious organization and my mother didn't want me with this guy because he was not part of our church. And it came to the point <clears throat> where, you know, Puerto Rican families and it's traditional sometimes it's customary that you do get married at a young age. Um, and it was either get married or leave him. So I remember just, you know, being confused, like, oh my God, like, I don't want to get married, but if I stay home, you know, how are things going to be? I was going to feel trapped. How is my life going to be? Um, because my dad, he literally drilled my window and my back door. Yeah, I had a back door. I don't know why my parents did that as a teenager, but, you know, I guess they didn't think that I would do the sneaking out thing. But um, I got married and I remember just always feeling down again, you know, just feeling down, feeling alone, feeling like sad all the time and crying. There were times where um, I then started to get anxiety attacks, which I didn't know they were anxiety attacks. I would just start feeling my heart racing and feeling my chest tight and, you know, just feeling like I was losing control of myself. There were times my anxiety attacks were so severe that I would start screaming my head off like if somebody was dying. And if you've ever had an anxiety attack, you understand what that feels like. You you feel like you're about to have a heart attack, like you're about to die. Um, just like everything is just spiraling out of control. And many times you don't even understand why. So I battled with this for years. And then when I was 19, I had my first son. And when he was born, I ended up getting postpartum depression. And I remember at times just feeling guilty because I felt like I couldn't take care of my son. Because then not only did I have, did I have depression, but I also ended up having severe pain in my hands. And there were times where I couldn't even pick up my son. And it turned out to be that I had fibromyalgia. And because of having that condition, I had severe pain all over my body all the time. My skin hurt. It literally felt like I had the flu all the time. Like my hair hurt, like just everything. So 
on top of that, I wasn't sleeping and, you know, having anxiety attacks, having depression. I mean, I just felt like, what is the point of living my life? Like, why am I even here? Like, why what like why was I born like to this suffer to be in pain to not even be able to enjoy my child because most days I was playing trying to play catch up sleeping and um, during that time my parents lived with us and you know it, it was just a really dark hard time and I was only 20 years old you know I, I felt like an old woman to the point where I even applied for disability and um because I was walking around with a cane like it was it was pretty bad I was in pretty pretty bad shape not only emotionally but physically as well and then there came a time where I got tired of dealing with the depression I got tired of feeling sick I got tired of not being able to enjoy my son and I would just pray to God and just ask him for an outlet and one time I was getting massaged by my cousin and she was telling me about this natural doctor and I decided to go check out this natural doctor. And he basically told me that my diet was what was greatly affecting the way I was feeling, not only emotionally, but physically. So I started to get treated by this doctor. He started treating me with supplements, telling me what not to eat and um, little by little, I started to feel better. And then I started to exercise little by little. And with time, my anxiety, my depression, and even the pain that I was feeling all over my body started to go away. So once I felt better, even though it was a little bit, I was like, wow, like I can actually feel better. I don't have to spend my days in bed. I don't have to miss out on my son. I can actually enjoy life. It just showed me that the power in changing certain things in our lives can better our lives. And then, so that was back in 20, I'm sorry, 2005, 2006. And fast forward about 10 years. So back in 2015, I started to learn the power of networking and I started my first network marketing business and I started to just talk to different people that were in leadership. I started to meet people who were millionaires and just a whole different world that I had never been exposed to. And one of my good friends gave me a book which was called Mentor the CEO and the Kid and that was literally the first book that I ever read. Even though growing up I was very smart, I hated reading for whatever reason. I don't know why, but I just, I didn't enjoy it. And that was the first book that I read from front to back and I finished completely. And my mind was just totally transformed. I just became so hungry to learn more. I started to ask people who were in leadership positions, like, how did you get there? And I just started to dream bigger than I ever had before. And so at this point, not only was my mind being expanded, but I was starting to see a different world, a different way of doing things from how I was raised and a, a new opportunity to be able to be my own boss, to become an entrepreneur, to be able to make a bigger impact in the world. 
I mean, just the things that I started to learn and to be exposed to was just out of this world. And, you know, I just kept reading. I ended up getting a few mentors. I began to rank up pretty quickly in this company. I became top 3% of the company. And, you know, I definitely have to thank a lot of my upline because they believed in me. They saw things in me that I didn't even see in myself. They started to, to see things in me that I didn't think that I would be capable of. And one of the biggest things that I did was that instead of allowing that fear to hold me back and to hold back, I was like, okay, well, if they see something in me, there must be something in me. So I started to just do things that were really uncomfortable and out of my comfort zone. I mean, I remember the first time that I spoke in front of over 200 people, I was shaking. My legs were shaking so bad. I had to open up. It was called Super Saturday. And I had to open up and introduce the first speaker. And I remember my legs were shaking so bad that I I thought that my heel was going to get stuck in the stage. Like, could you imagine like you're walking onto this stage in front of hundreds of people and you're just thinking like, oh my God, like, I hope I don't fall. Thankfully I didn't. And it went pretty well. Um, but even though I was scared and I was super nervous when I got done, I just felt like a boss. Like you did that. You went and you did that even though you were scared. And the more I did things that I was scared of doing, the more empowered I felt, the stronger that I felt, the more I discovered things inside of me that I didn't even know that I was capable of doing. And that is one of the greatest lessons that I learned, that growth occurs out of your comfort zone. So if you're listening to this, you know, this was kind of summarized my story so that you can get to know me. But one of the greatest things that I could have ever done is to not stay stuck And to not stay closed-minded. Just because things were taught to me a certain way, it doesn't mean that that had to be the way that I had to live my life for the rest of my life and not be open to new things. And even though sometimes new things can be scary, the unknown can be so scary. Not knowing if you make a certain choice, what the results are going to be, that's nerve-wracking, right? Um, I remember I used to hate making decisions. Like I was the worst, even going to a restaurant. Like I couldn't pick what food to get. If I was going to go get an outfit, I couldn't choose what outfit to get because I just, I just had a hard time making choices. But the more I made concrete decisions, concrete choices and stuck to them, the more I learned how powerful I was, how I could really trust myself in making the choice and that I didn't have to know the outcome. Like whatever choices I made, I would deal with whatever outcome that was. And if I didn't like that, I can make even more different choices that I didn't have to stay stuck with whatever I was given at any due time. So if there's anything that you could learn from this episode, again, is that growth occurs out of your comfort zone. If you want to grow in life and you want to become the best version of you, you're going to have to do things that are uncomfortable. You're going to have to face your fears. You're going to have to fall. But just because you fall, it doesn't mean that you fail. The only way you fail is if you don't give up, get up. If you don't move, then that's when you fail. But 
we all fall. Even the most big people in the world, the people that have made great success, they have failed or fallen many times. But what they didn't do was stay stuck on the ground. I love a quote of Les Brown where he says, um, if, you hit, if you hit rock bottom, the good thing is that the only way you can go is up. If you fall, he says, make sure you fall on your back so that you look, can look up and you just get up again and you just keep moving. So if you want to grow in life, you're going to have to do things that make you feel uncomfortable. You might cry. <laughs> you might scream. I mean, you, you just, you might faint. I don't know. Everybody has a different reaction to fear, but do me a favor. Start doing things that do make you feel uncomfortable. Those things that you want to do, but you haven't because you've been afraid of failing or you've been afraid of what other people are going to say or think about you, do them. Like Steve Harvey says, you have to jump. If you don't jump, you're never going to know what could have been. Do you really want to be on your deathbed when you're 85, 75, 95 years old or if a sudden illness hits you in regret? Like, what if I would have made that choice? I wonder if I would have called that person. I wonder if I would have applied to that job. I wonder if I would have went to that place. What could have been? Don't live your life in regret. Know that today is a gift. That's why it's called the present. Forget the past. Don't allow the past to rob you of your present and of your future. Your future is unknown, but your steps have been ordained. God knew why he created you and you're here for a reason and for a purpose. You're not here for no reason. You're, everything that you've gone through has only be, made you stronger. And you're going to continue to go through things in life because life is not perfect. There's going to be times where you're going to feel defeated. But if you're still living and you're still breathing, you still have a purpose. So start with small things. If you're afraid to maybe do public speaking, start going to networking events. If you're afraid of heights, go and start wall climbing inside. You know, just whatever you're afraid of, face it head on. And I promise you that when you do that and after you do it, you're going to feel so empowered. You're going to feel like a badass, like nothing can come to you. And the more that you repeat doing things that make you feel scared and make you feel uncomfortable, you're going to see how much you're going to grow. You're going to see your confidence grow and you're going to start to believe in yourself even more. So I want to know, tag me, take a picture, um, tag me on Instagram. If you do something that you've been wanting to do, but you've been afraid of whatever a decision that may be, so that I can see, I would love to see your journey. And like I said, I want to walk hand in hand with you. So I want you to think about what is something that you've been afraid of doing, a decision or something that you've been wanting to do that you haven't done because fear has been holding you back. Think about that thing. It could be leaving a relationship even. It could be leaving your job. It could be starting your own business. It can be having a tough conversation with someone that you've been wanting to have. Whatever that is, make the decision today 
to not allow fear to continue to hold you back. Because if you do, you're never going to live life to its full purpose and you're never going to know what could have been. So don't live life in regret. All right. So that's all for today for Her Inspired Mind podcast. I thank you for tuning in. And again, if you haven't hit that subscribe button so that you don't miss future episodes. Thank you so much. And I'll talk to you guys soon.